Hey there, neighbor. Welcome to Good Life News, a weekly podcast where we talk about ideas, living the abundant Christian life, and God's wonderful, wonderful love. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Fenton, an old farm kid, Bible student, preacher of grace, husband of one, father of two, papa for five, and really just another pilgrim headed for home. I'm so glad you've clicked in to join me on this journey today. Let's walk together for a few minutes and see what we can discover on the way to the kingdom. Are you ready? Let's go! Greetings once again, friends. This is episode 19 of the podcast. The title of this week's episode is Lee Strobel, The Case for Christ. In today's episode, I'll be sharing some thoughts about this popular Christian author and the impressive work that he's doing as one of America's foremost Christian apologists. Lee Strobel was born on January 25, 1952, in the relatively small village of Arlington Heights, Illinois, which is a growing suburb about 25 miles northwest of Chicago. His active, inquisitive mind naturally led him, after high school, to study journalism at the University of Missouri, where he received his bachelor's degree. With his college degree in journalism, Lee then returned to Chicagoland, and he landed a job as a court reporter at the Chicago Tribune newspaper. Subsequently, His career led to countless hours of observing and writing about trials of high-profile criminals in Chicago. In one particular case, Lee discovered irrefutable evidence that a dirty police sergeant's testimony had convicted an innocent man. And that forced the reopening of the case, which eventually ended up exonerating the suspect of the trial and bringing the sergeant to justice. It was that same determination for following all the evidence that propelled Lee to become the award-winning legal editor for the Tribune. Sensing a need for more training in law, however, he decided to get his Master of Studies in Law from Yale University. Lee Strobel was well on his way to great recognition and success in the world of no-nonsense, tough-minded journalism, and the fearless pursuit of the real behind-the-scenes story. And then his world turned upside down. His wife, Leslie, became a Christian. As an avowed atheist, this development in Leslie's life was not welcome at all. Lee's concept of Christians was that they were all crazy Bible thumpers standing on street corners confronting hapless victims with the demands of their imagined God. And the idea that any rational person could even consider the claims of Christians was completely unthinkable to him. And then that his wife would fall for their nonsense was even worse. He knew he had to do something to rescue her from this insanity, or it would totally destroy their marriage. So... Lee Strobel set out to do the only reasonable thing under the circumstances. He had to prove his wife wrong. But he also knew 
drawing on his long experience in investigative reporting, he needed to use hard evidence to set things in the right order as he thought they should be. To his credit, Lee followed his long-term principle of objectively examining all the evidence of a case, just as he did for each case he researched and reported in his newspaper career. In Lee's first book, The Case for Christ, a journalist's personal investigation of the evidence for Jesus, is the story of his thorough investigation of the claims regarding the historical person, Jesus Christ. The chapters in The Case for Christ address questions such as, can the biographies, that is the four Gospels in the New Testament, can the biographies of Jesus be trusted? Were the early documents of the New Testament reliably preserved for us? Is Jesus of history the same as the Jesus of faith? And did Jesus actually, in fact, die on the cross and then come to life a few days later? One by one, this investigative reporter considers 14 different critical issues often raised by skeptics and non-believers. The 14 questions are divided into three sections, examining the record, analyzing Jesus, and researching the resurrection. Lee didn't begin as a Christian at the start of the journey. Instead, he religiously maintained his natural skepticism even as he stayed open to the conclusions the evidence revealed. After two full years of interviewing professors, biblical language scholars, historians, pastors, and others, taking copious notes from their knowledge and assessing all the evidence he could find, Lee came to an unavoidable conclusion. Jesus of Nazareth was indeed the Messiah prophesied in the Old Testament, the Son of God. And one day, alone in the quietness of his writing office, Lee bowed his head and accepted Jesus as his personal Savior and Lord. And once again, everything changed. In the 40 years since his conversion, Lee has served God as a teaching pastor at three of America's largest churches. He hosted a national network TV program, Faith Under Fire, and has taught at the collegiate level at Roosevelt University and Houston Baptist University. The story of his spiritual journey based on his book was made into a motion picture in 2017. And the movie, The Case for Christ, was screened in theaters around the world and was on Netflix for three years. Now, I want to share with you some testimonials from prominent individuals who are intimately acquainted with Lee and his message. The first is from the late D. James Kennedy. Kennedy wrote, Nobody knows how to sift truth from fiction like an experienced investigative reporter or to argue a case like someone trained at Yale Law School. Lee Strobel brings both qualifications to this remarkable book. In addition to his own tremendous testimony as atheist-turned-Christian, the author marshals the irrefutable depositions of recognized expert witnesses to build his ironclad case for Jesus Christ. I agree that the case for Christ 
sets a new standard among existing contemporary apologetics, end quote. And this one is from J.P. Moreland, who was a distinguished professor of philosophy at Talbot School of Theology, Biola University, La Mirada, California. Dr. Moreland wrote, I was thrilled to be part of the case for Christ. It is one of the most readable books in Christian evidences on the market, and I believe it will have a wide impact. Anyone who is interested in the historical basis for Christianity should read this book. And one more, quoting from Philip E. Johnson, who is a best-selling author and law professor from the University of California at Berkeley. Lee Strobel asks the questions a tough-minded skeptic would ask and provides convincing answers to all of them. His book is so good, I read it out loud to my wife evenings after dinner, end quote. Well, following the blockbuster success of The Case for Christ, Lee authored more than 40 books, including some with these titles, The Case for Faith, The Case for a Creator, and The Case for Grace. He currently serves as the founding director of Lee Strobel Center for Evangelism and Applied Apologetics at Colorado Christian University. Lee and his wife, Leslie, have been married for 48 years. Their daughter, Allison, is a novelist and a homeschooling expert. And their son, Kyle, is a professor of spiritual theology at the Talbot School of Theology at Biola University. So, what's my personal assessment of Lee Strobel's story and his apologetics approach to sharing the story of Jesus? By and large, I found his methods, reasonings, evidences, and conclusions compelling and convincing. As with nearly all authors, however, there were a few, albeit very few, points where I felt he departed from his meticulous questions for the authorities and experts that he interviewed. I would like to have seen some supporting evidence for some blanket statements in the answers he received. To be fair, the large majority of his material in the book and in the individual chapters is very well documented, and I can gladly recommend Lee's story to others. I believe he does have an important ministry and influence in Christian thinking today. I love it when I see a tweet from Lee on Twitter saying, quote, I've got an hour layover at such and such an airport. I'm at so-and-so's cafe near gate XX and concourse A. Stop by and let's talk about Jesus. Coffee's on me. What a delightful witness that must be. I'm sure he's had some great conversations following those invitations. Unashamed, unfettered, always looking to share the gospel with anyone everywhere. May we all have that spirit as ambassadors for the King of Kings. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I pray you have been blessed. I hope you can join me for next week's episode, and I'll be sharing some thoughts about seeing Jesus in the world around us. Be sure to tune in and invite someone to listen with you. If you enjoy these podcasts and blog posts, please do share the links with your friends and family or whomever. And of course, my many thanks in advance. God bless. Talk to you next week. 
So we've come to the end of this episode of the Good Life News Podcast. If you would like to comment or join the conversation about today's content, please visit our website at www.goodlifenews.life. I'd love to hear your thoughts and observations. On the website's blog page, you can also find a complete transcript of the most recent episode, which will always be posted at the top of the page. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. If you'd like to help out in this ministry, it's incredibly helpful if you'd leave a nice rating or review on your platform of choice. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as we continue our journey exploring more about God's love, His amazing grace, and the incredible good news of the everlasting gospel. Until then, walk in peace, live in hope, and hold your treasures with open hands.